Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republic of Intellect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalists, the Amen race, the bright race. One second. I am your host, the intellectual Nubim Minkari. This is Mentalect Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing the elect. Are the elect being beamed up mentally? First and foremost, before I start, can everybody hear me? Am I coming in clear? I'll let you know that. Am I coming in clear? Okay, good. Yep. The elect are being beamed up mentally. And beamed up by that I mean into the upper dimensions. First dimension they're being beamed up into is the fourth dimension. Right? It's an ongoing beam. The beam that's spoken of as in beam of light is really not light, it's a form of illumination of brightness. Right? It is projection, illumination that's being beamed to our people. They're being beamed to the elect in this third dimensional realm. But the gathering port is the three-dimensional realm as a collective body. And we are being beamed up mentally, meaning we're being raised mentally to see the complete picture and thus bring in a different reality. Because, see, when we see the complete picture of what things are supposed to be, then we can actually start to bring these things into existence, into life. And that comes by way of the fourth dimension. So, yes, we are being mentally beamed up. See, a lot of these people sit up here and talk about getting beamed up into a spaceship and getting beamed up into the space in the spaceship and all this other stuff. Now, again, that's all misinterpreted. Being beamed up into a into a spaceship. No. What it's speaking about is being beamed up into a world, right? A world where there's space and people are being shipped into this space. They're being shipped into an open space, an extended space. That's beamed up in a spaceship. The spaceship is the fourth dimension. The spaceship and the continual shifts of the ship or the space, the open space, is the upper dimensions. That is the spaceship they're talking about being beamed up into, an actual world. When they talked about the Bible, the whirlwind, and these people were taken up in the whirlwind, right? Being taken up into the fourth dimension. Because, again, beamed up is beam of light or really beam of illumination, brightness, where you receive transmission. And you see, from the time people have been, you know, getting what they call high smoking marijuana to the white man them coming with the synthetic drugs, the whole point was to get high, right, to lose yourself from this world that is unbearable in a lot of ways. So people wanted to lose themselves. They wanted to go another place, you see. They wanted to go another place, so they would use drugs or they would use some sort of hallucinations or whatever to go someplace else to take their mind off of this 3D world, right, because they were really trying to mimic the beam up. Remember when people were smoking crack? especially so-called black people, what they're saying, beam me up, Scotty. That come from Star Trek, beam me up. Beam me up, Scotty. Beam me up to the spaceship, to the craft, or where they say the mother plane, or like the message, let me say the mother plane, moving city, 
That's not that's all the fourth dimension. All this is making reference to the fourth dimension. So yes, we are being mentally beamed into the fourth dimension, and everything around us will start to alter into the fourth dimension. As we are able to be the viewers or the visors of that which is to come forward in the future, as we are able to see it, as I'm able to describe it to you, that means it's on the horizon. That means it's coming. If I can describe these things very clearly to you and ain't nobody saying, oh, that sounds crazy, whatever, like I said, it's because it's actually coming. When you can say things and people are no longer trying to make light of it and things like that and they start to actually see it, that means it's being seen. It's on the horizon. But only the elect of the chosen will see it. If you're not of the elect, if you're not of the chosen, if you're not meant to see it as it is being described to you, then you're not going to be beamed up. You're not being beamed up. Again, the beam represents illumination, brightness. That's the beam. And that beam of illumination extends your view into the upper dimension. So when I'm describing things to you, you're able to receive that. You see, whatever you're able to receive, what you're able to process in your mind, what you're actually able to visualize in the description is only because these things are coming into view. You cannot visualize that which comes into view. I don't, that's not coming into view. I don't care how much you try. All that, oh, you got a good imagination and this and the third. No. In order to have an imagination, you have to be able to see an image. You have to be able to pick up an image somewhere. If not by the physical eyes, by the mental eyes. You have to be able to receive that on some level. So you're able to pick up these images through the mind's eye, through the mental eye, that's beyond just the physical. I remember I said they talk about the two eyes and they got the third eye, but then you have the fourth eye. And I said that's the solar eye. The third eye is the spiritual eye, right? That's why they talk so much about the third eye in the society. The third eye is the spiritual eye. The fourth eye, which they don't speak about, is the solar eye. Now, why do you have these two extra eyes? these mental eyes, one spiritual, one solar, because the spiritual one is to see all things in this third dimension, all spiritual things, which that which is behind the physical of this three-dimensional realm. And then the soul is to see that which is beyond this three-dimensional realm. You see, to be able to see that, many of you, your fourth eye is opening, the solar eye. That's why when I explain these things, you're able to receive it. Not just repeat it and copy it like certain people do and act like they receive it. So, no, you're actually able to receive this firsthand, download it into your brain, and you're going to actually start to see, as I told you, everything I tell you over time, you're going to see at one point or another as you're going forward. You see, this is the beam. This is the beam up. That's why, like I said, you know, when, when these people are still talking about spaceships and going up in crafts and whatnot, that's the imagine. That's that's not. That's what they get from the so-called white man. That's what they get from him. All right. They get that from him. Were there spaceships on the planet? Yes, they were. There were spaceships on the planet. There were crafts here. You see, yeah, in the ancient world, they had that here. And the ancient Chemites drew it on the wall, right? And question it. Question is, did the almond have to use spaceships? No. No. You had beings 
from other galaxies and other solar systems who were far ahead of the humans here on this planet who had spaceships. They made their way here by mistake a few times. This is where the humans get the whole thing of the grades from. I told you the grades are nothing but the future humans. Remember I told you all that? The grades are the humans in the future. You see? And I told you that's what's going to happen over time when the humans do move into another planet, into another uh, 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 planet within this solar system, they're going to eventually start to, um, not evolve, but to grow into that, to revolve into something like that. They end up like how they see it because of something they encounter. The grades are the humans, the future humans, you see. Advanced versions of them, you see, and lower states. And we as the Amun, we don't have to do those things. Those things like spaceships are primitive. A spaceship would be considered primitive to the Amun. You see, just like having physical fights would be considered primitive to the Amun. They can do everything with their mind. They can project everything with their mind. They can send their images in to dimensions and out of dimensions mentally. They can telepathically teleport themselves into and out of different dimensions. I said again, they can telepathically teleport themselves. So if anybody comes behind me and says this, you know they're copying from me. They can telepathically teleport themselves into in and out of upper dimensions. So they will appear and they will disappear, and that's all by way of solar projection. You see, because because the Amen being are solar beings and they have those solar complexes lit, they're able to harness or connect with the sun, they're able to flash the same way I talked about the solar flash coming in, flash in, and they're able to flash out. They will project their image and their likeness into the different dimensions and fade away. You see? And that's what they're going to give us the power over time to do. It's going to be times where you might be in a place and some of you may have experienced this already. You may be in a place and you go through this place so fast, almost like you didn't ever even go into the place. How many of you have experienced that? You've been in a space or in some place and you went through it so fast, almost like you wasn't there. It's almost like you literally beamed in and beamed out. Y'all know what I'm talking about? All right. All right. It's literally like you beamed in and beamed out. Like you even never went through the place. Okay. You know, so and or you might move fast through a space and you like, damn, it's like I never even went in there. That's because we're starting to come more into alignment with how things happen. Remember I said things move on an instant. I said things move instantaneously, things move on an instant. Uh, you see, things come off instantaneously, right? So it's like I said, it's like in one flash, one motion, you're one place one minute, then you're someplace another minute. That's a form of the beam in and the beam out, you see. A lot of you might, like you might be walking, you might find yourself just moving quicker. You might find yourself moving quicker, doing things quicker. You have this burst of energy, this burst of power, you're just moving really fast. That's the beam. 
That's part of the bean. Keep that in mind. The bean is real. The bean and the power and the potency of the beam is real. Mentally, it makes its way to you, and you start to harness that, and you're able to move yourself by way of that. You're able to move yourself by way of that. By way of that beam, by way of the power, you're able to move yourself by that. So keep in mind, as our people are raising in the image of Amun, as our people are being guided in the image of Amun, our people are taking in the next image of Amun through this beam. Through this beam, they're taking in this image of Amun and becoming Amun and thus inheriting their powers of Amun. You see, this is part of the beam. Things will happen in a flash. Like they said, that term, your life flashed before you, that's part of the beam. You know, that what they call a zap. Notice the word zap as in the word Z. Like a, just a point and flick and zap and in and out. You know, motion in the fourth dimension takes on a whole different frequency. It's not any movement anymore. It's just a beam, a beam of illumination, a beam of brightness that becomes light and eventually becomes darkness. Again, this is how everything was projected into this atmosphere, the flash. And we're going to start to do things like that. I've already seen things for myself already, the movement and whatnot, and I'm like, I'm surprised how fast I get things done when I'm... uh, moving to do them when I'm moving to accomplish them, how fast I get things done. I'm like, I could have never got things done that fast moving off of the old frequency I was on. I never got things moving that fast. Could have never figured out a lot of things. I ended up figuring out, you know, that ended up coming to me. That's a part of the beam. That's a part of that flash that comes in, delivers images to you, and flashes out. That's a part of the continual flash. That's a part of the transmission and the projection. Right? Right? And as things flash in and we flash out and we move through a constant transmission of motion and instantaneous flashes, this is the beam. This is the beam up toward the fourth dimension. And the beam up toward the fourth dimension is the ultimate transmission that we're looking to get. It already started first and foremost with the what? It started with the transmission. It started first and foremost with the transmission. And as it was going with the transmission, as it was going continuously in the transmission of alignment, then we were able to receive that charge. That was the first charge of images because when there's a charge, when there's a beam up, the first thing we're going to see or the first thing we're going to hear, we're going to start realizing and seeing images or realizing and having images and 
scenarios planted in our head, and then we start to see these scenarios play out. You see, we become those projectors that are showing a picture, and the picture becomes our lives. It becomes our lives that's playing out, and we're moving through it, part of the beam up. Well, we actually get to see ourselves altered in upper dimensional states. That's part of the beam up. The images that are being installed in us for future reference, that's the beam up. The things that you're going to see or envision your children doing that they're going to do, that's the beam up. Flashes of the future, forward motion, that's the beam up. And because we will continuously beam ourselves into alignment, because we will continue to move into alignment, certain people who are not meant to be in the picture are going to put themselves out of alignment. Because right now, the high frequency of the beam-up has started. The high frequency of the beam-up has started. The high frequency of the beam-up has started. And we are going through this interface of time and extended space. We're going through an interface of that, right? Meaning we're syncing up face-to-face visually with these things in the future world. Because if you can actually visualize the future world and not the world that Beast is talking about, you know, where he put a few buildings and, you know, things and the pictures. No, I'm talking about the actual future world. You see, the future world is the world in which the Amin are in rulership. The humans are in servitude. That is the future world. The future world where everything starts from the top and works its way down in real form. A lot of things are going to be filled in. The spaces and the blanks are going to be filled in. Like, for example, in the architecture of this planet, like I told you, the buildings are all square and, and everything is meant to be everything, how the cities, everything is all over the planet. is laid out as if, as like looking like circuitry and something is meant to go on top of the circuitry to create a flash beam. See, we couldn't, like I said, you couldn't understand that, you couldn't comprehend that if there wasn't a flash beam of projection in your mind for what I'm sharing to you to make you realize that is what's going to happen. In other words, if I would have told somebody, okay, well, you know, these cities are not finished. The planet is not finished. It's being built on top of all these things. You see, is the bottom of something else. So something is being built on top of it, being, being built from the top down. It's going to be put there. All this was put down and something's going to be put on top of it. You say, oh, well, that, you know, I don't understand. Well, who's going to put something on top of it? What else, what else reason would the Amen bring themselves into alignment with this planet for if they were not going to build on top of what is currently here, which is with that which is currently unable to sustain and go forward in life? What else would there be? The next world, the future world that we're coming into. See, we are the openers of the future world. And the world will not open until we are ready to walk through it. The fourth dimension will not open until we, are, as the elect, are ready to walk into and walk through it. So we're walking through the third dimensional realm on our way to the fourth dimensional realm. 
because to learn how to walk collectively as a people and not as individuals is a very hard thing to do amongst our people. But it is the only way that we can get into and gain entrance to the fourth dimension. Most of our people, like I said, they want to walk in as individuals. You're not going to get beamed up as an individual. There's no individual beam up. You see? The intensity of that beam up would be so hectic on your bodies, on your mental sensory, it would kill you. To actually have all these things revealed to you all at once as an individual is meant for these things to be taken in by a collective. Everything that you're going to see, everything you're going to hear, everything that's coming into existence, coming in from the upper dimension, those things all coming at you at once would kill you because you would be too overwhelmed. You'd probably have a heart attack, cardiac arrest, or like I said, something would happen. It's all too much. I want you to think, what if somebody like an old slave back in the day was able to see how our people are today and see the world today? They'd probably drop dead because it's so unlike what they come from. They would drop dead, you see? So that's like a shock to the system. That's a major shock to the system, you see? So the same thing happens here. You see, the same thing is going to happen here. This is why we are being beamed up gradually. All this is being done gradually. I told you, we're not even, we, 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 we're not even scratching the surface of the things you're going to see, the things that we are going to go through. You're not seeing the surface of it. We're coming into stage one. We coming into stage one. We coming out of ground zero into stage one, which is the fourth dimension. That is stage one. So we're gradually being brought into a lot of people like, you know what I'm saying, they see things gradually happening. I said you don't and certain people might not be patient, but I said to them, you don't want things to accelerate. You really don't want things to accelerate. Yeah. All right. So you don't want things to accelerate at all. You don't want things to push past the point in which we have it. Everything is paced out for us the way it's paced out for us for a reason. All right. All right. All right. So we have to move along with the pace. We have to move in alignment with the pace. All right. We have to move in alignment with the pace. We have to move collectively with the pace. And in order for us to move in alignment with the place and with the pace, collectively with the pace, we have to realize who we are collectively as a people. We have to realize who we are collectively as a people, as the Amun race. That's why you always see me invoking the name of Amun, always. You always see me invoking the name of Amun. For a reason. I invoke the name of Amen for a reason so that we have a pathway, so that we have a pathway in which to travel because we're not going to just flash into that fourth dimension. You can't do it from the third dimension. There has to be a path into the fourth dimension. And look at everything we have to walk through, yet we're still being beamed up because as we are being beamed up, you're going to see us walk through hell. And when I say walk through hell, 
I mean, all the degeneracy, it's going to get worse and worse and worse. This is a time to bond together because only by us bonding together collectively will we be able to facilitate that power to keep the beam going through us. And once the beam is going through the collective body, that will stab off or keep off everything from touching us as we're moving toward the fourth dimension. It will push off everything. It will act as a force field. Our unimental force field will act as one giant force field to protect us as we're moving through the fourth dimension. As long as we do not straddle or move through and go, or should I say, get caught in the third dimension. As long as we don't allow ourselves to get caught up in things here. You see, that's why I'm always getting on people. I said, if you have any leanings toward the third dimension and wanting to stay here in the third dimension and be like these people, then you can't be amongst us. You cannot. You cannot be amongst us if you have any leanings toward that because we are going through the beam. Mm -hmm. Like I said, people cannot make anything crazy or spooky out of this. And even if they try to, I really don't care, but they can't make anything crazy or spooky out of this simply because there's nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to be spooked by. Everything is real. Everything is being laid out. Everything is being laid out for us to walk through, to continue forward, to go forward as a collective body. That's what things are being laid out for. Because we have to, it's the same thing, I'm going to give you a good example of this. It's like when you want to compete in a, uh, 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 a bodybuilding contest, right? What do you got to do? You got to build your muscle up in order to compete, to be in that place. Us walking through the third dimension represents us building up our mental muscle here because if we can ascend this, we definitely are going to be open, a straight open beam toward that fourth dimension. We're moving in alignment. It takes, it takes further because, like I said, we had to come from the two-dimensional state, and then we still got people still thinking in a two-dimensional mindset. So I got to constantly keep an eye out for that to get rid of those kind of people who are still thinking as black people in a two-dimensional mindset because we cannot move effectively through the third dimension as the bright race, as the almond race, if we have anybody from the two-dimensional state around the, black, the, old, the old black race. We have to erase the old black race out of our minds and out of our past. Yeah, yeah. Am I making myself clear? We have to erase the old black race out of our path mentally and physically, if must, if need be, to just you know, as far as severing our ties and connections with these people, because the beam is going to weaken. The beam will become stronger if we keep our focus strong on the fourth dimension, on the almond race, us as the almond race. Simple as that. Again, like I said. We should not be looking toward anything here anymore. Nothing here is going to prepare us for the beam, the unimental collective beam, the illuminated beam from that solar projection to move us up into these upper dimensions. We must not let anybody try to hold on to our heel and whatnot and try to pull us down with them. You see, the ascension is in progress. The ascension of the almond race is in progress. 
and we're watching it in real time the same way people are watching the mark of the beast getting handed out. Remember these people was always up here talking about, oh, the mark of the beast ain't real, ain't real. You seeing it right in front of y'all face. Y'all already know what that is. They ain't even hiding this shit no more. They ain't even hiding it no more. You already know what the mark of the beast is. The real mark. They're not hiding it no more. Why are they marking people? Because they want to know who is going to descend or keep in that three-dimensional state with them and who's going to ascend because they're going to try and fight against the ascension. See, the ascension, or they, they say the ascension must be fought against because the ascension will bring a next law and a next order. And in the next law and the next order, the humans are not in control any longer. They are in servitude. You follow what I'm saying to y'all? This part of the picture they don't want to stay for. This part of the picture they don't want to stay for. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be nice. And we're being raised up into that picture. The seed is being made clear. The degeneracy is all over the place. And the almond want to correct all of this. The almond, our ascendants want to correct this. Corrections are needed for us to ascend into the fourth dimension. Corrections are needed in us. In this collective body And In the three dimensional realm So I took care of us I'm going to continue to take care of us And I'm going to set the Three dimensional realm Somewhat straight as I can At least as we are On our way out toward the fourth dimension You see Because we're going to bypass A lot of things Like I said now that this transmission is coming in and we are being beamed up into the fourth dimension mentally and physically, because physically may also mean the receiving of the high mental capabilities. When we receive these high mental capabilities, as we are starting to already, as we're starting to already, gradually, as we are receiving these mental capabilities, we are able to what? Transmit and receive as open receptors. Transmit and receive as open receptors. You see? That's the whole point of this. Transmit and receive as open receptors. And what are we open to receive? The image of us in extended states and extended dimensions. That's the image of ourselves that we're open to receive. We're being beamed up into our higher selves. See, we're not in our higher self. We're coming into our higher self. And a lot of you are fighting to be beamed up into your higher self, into your upper dimensional selves. You're fighting with that. A lot of you are fighting with that. You're fighting with your destiny, which is to beam into your higher self. You see, you want to hold on to lesser self. And this will stop the beaming. This will stop the illumination. Again, your higher self is your illuminated self. That is your higher self that you are beaming into in these upper dimensions. Like I said, you live in the fourth dimension. At least we know our people, that's the first stage, to live in that fourth dimension. Now, is everybody going to live in the eighth dimension? No. No. Is everybody going to move into the twelfth dimension? No. 
is everybody going to definitely not the 13th. But it's necessary for us to beam into the upper dimensions where we belong. Because no matter where we land at in these upper dimensions, we're going to constantly receive illumination until we prepare ourselves to enter the other dimensions. So just by us starting to move, starting the motion, meaning that we're moving off of transmission that is not locked into the three-dimensional realm, right, that is beyond the beast that is actually making connection with us, that is a form of beaming. That is the beaming into the fourth dimension. That is the beaming into that space ship, right? Space ship. The space is the upper dimensions. The shipment is us. We are being shipped into space. That space is the fourth dimension, the upper dimensions. That's the spaceship. That spaceship is that solar projected beam of illumination. The same way we beamed in here when we fell into the third dimensional realm from the upper dimensions. When we fell into the third dimensional realm, that was a beam down. That was a beam down. A projection is a beam down. Now, we're looking for the beam up, the real beam up. And, again, not into some craft, go all around space. And, again, you guys with this, you know, spaceship stuff, what is the point of beaming up in a spaceship? You're going to ride around in the, in the damn universe, and, and you know, that's just you're going to live on the spaceship, just ride around in the universe, and, you know, and, and that's it. That, that's, what you, that's what you've been waiting on, to ride around in the, in the universe, in the spaceship, right? No point, no point of uh, uh, where you going or nothing. That that that's the mindset of you, you, you religious people, you, the people that believe in the, you know, getting beamed up into the ship. And ask yourself the question: What determines whether or not they're going to be beamed up into the ship? What determines that? Is it because they nice people? They follow the laws and the commandments, and they just nice people. Or is it a mental thing? Is it a mental thing? Are you mentally mature enough to receive and project into these upper dimensions? Are you mentally sound? Are you mentally stable? Are you mentally focused? Are you able to extend your memory to receive and transmit these images of the future, of your future self in these upper dimensions? Are you able to do that? Because if you're not, then you're not going to be beamed into these upper dimensions. You're not going to be beamed into the space. We are being shipped into space. That's the spaceship. We're being shipped into space, outer dimension. We're being shipped into a greater space, into an extended space. And people need to really stop misinterpreting what that is. Again, like I said, they, you know, you're, uh, People in the ancient world, they were drawing crafts on walls because they saw these crafts thousands and thousands of years ago, right? I'm going to tell you something. The birds in the air, they are, um, how I want to say, they are lights of 
power or projection. Or should I say not projection, but um, visuals for the army. That's the best way I could say it. They visuals for the army. That which is under the sea, that which is in the air, that which is on land. They are all visuals for army. These are all the eyes of army. That's why the army are able to see through the eyes of most things here. We're able to see through the eyes of most things here. The only ones they can't see through the eyes of is the humans because the humans are still considered animals and they don't look through the eyes of, you know, what do they say, uh, freaks of nature. They don't look through their eyes. They look through the eyes of the pure bread that came here. You know, they look through those eyes. They don't look through convoluted people, confused people. They don't beam those kind of people up. See, according to the religious people like the Israelites, they're going to get, they the hopeful electors, so they're going to get beamed up because they some nice guys, and they stand on the corner and whatnot, and they're going to get beamed up by the Lord as the chosen elect. That's not the way to get beamed up. That's not the way. And I'm sure you guys are not standing around in the corner waiting for ways to beam up. You see, you're living your lives every day within this society, and that's all you're really thinking about and what you can get in the hereafter. It's not about that. It's about the law and the order that you're putting your life on the line to restore in the hereafter, a.k.a. the fourth dimension. What you're willing to sacrifice to put the law and the order forward into alignment. Those people are going to be deemed up the people who are willing to do that, not the people sitting around, you know, professing they love the Lord and love God and the most high and all none and not those people. Those are people who are professing. They're not actually part of the body, part of the covenant, part of the collective. They're not. We don't need no more professors. Right? We need people who actually know. They know why they are here. They know why we are here. And the fact that we are not more, I say, collectively conducive into what we're doing. I mean, we are coming together, but like I said, it's going to take time. Because people must be prepared for what they're going to see as we come together. See, the visions will become more and more uh, receivable as we come together. The beam of brightness will start to shine over our people. Some of them, like I said, some of you have been, we, I've looked at a lot of the pictures that we took in the, you know, when we had community events and things like that. And I see the lights over our people, or should I say the illumination over our people? I see it. Seeing it in the images. Because the camera will pick up things that the naked eye doesn't. Same way with the beam. The beam will pick you up, your whole image, your mind, everything, and will put you in an upper image. It will put you in an upper image. So we must be mindful 
that we don't head on that head to that upper image. You must be careful that we don't try and head to that upper image as individuals. We must move as a collective into that upper image of ourselves. Because again, it's not about the individual, it's about the collective body. Themselves, not ourselves. So we mustn't forget that. The beam up into the fourth dimension, into the eighth dimension, there will always be a beam of illumination, a beam of power that is beyond light, that is beyond darkness. And I know once we head toward that, it's going to become stronger. See, the days are now where they permit that, where it's permitted. The days are numbered. And the time for illumination is now. The time for illumination is now. Because we have run out of time, or we're constantly running out of time as we're moving toward the fourth dimension. We are purposely running out of time. We're here to outrun time, you see, because the beast has to have time to do what he wants to do to our people or what was left of our people, you see, because he already really did it to them already, just laying them down now. But those of us who have been salvageable, whereas we can be brushed off, have the blackness, the dirt brushed off us of the two-dimensional, and we can move toward the fourth dimension as needed. This is really where it's at now. We'll be right back.
Nine one two, you on the air? Nine one two. Nine one two, you on the air? Oh. No, I'm sorry. Nine one two, you on the air? Minzak, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Minzak. Hey, uh, this is Enra um, Vendetta. Just, um, I just had a question real quick. Could you give a quick explanation on the difference between black, bronze, and bright? Uh, okay. Black is two-dimensional. Bronze is three-dimensional. Bright is fourth-dimensional. There are okay. different stages of dimensions in which you see things, how you access and receive images, tones, frequency. That's literally... The stage is a black, bronze, and bright. Okay. Plus? Plus. Because, like, for example, when people try to black out something, what do they try to do? They try to get you to not see exactly what you're seeing. They try to make you believe things that are not actually real. That's making you black. When you go in another direction, the opposite direction that, and you raise the illumination, you raise up the light into eventually to the beam, people see more. That's why I said, you know, black is two-dimensional. Bronze is three-dimensional. Bright is fourth-dimensional. It's all a collective body. Because there's a black race, there's a bronze race, and there's a bright uh, a bright race, right? So we are the brighter bronze race. We are in the third dimension ascending toward the fourth dimension. Let me, let me prove to you what I'm saying about this, how things just happen through a beam up. When the so-called white man came here, like George Washington and all those people, when they came here into America, they became, they was beamed up into a whole nother position. They received power here in this society. They were beamed into a whole nother position when they came in. When they were in their country, and when they were in England, when they people was in England, they was nobodies. They, you, you don't know nothing about George Washington past him and, and all these people coming into America. You don't know nothing about these people's families. That's because they was nobodies in England. They were nobodies. But when they came into this land, and which our people inherited, they became new people. They were beamed into a whole nother existence of themselves, a greater existence of themselves. You follow? Because they collectively came into a new place, right? And they assembled in this new place, and they were able to ascend on some level in this new place to where they were in charge. You follow? So now, as we are assembling in this three-dimensional place, a place where we never assembled before because we never assembled as a republic of mental, like as mental as bright race or whatever the case may be. We never ascended. We never gathered that way. So now we are gathering in a next place, you see, or should I say we're gathering in a new place to ascend into a next place, the new place of the third dimension. We came from the old place, which was the second dimension. And we came into a new place. Now we have to jump into the next place, which is the fourth dimension, or else go backwards into the two dimension or stay here moving. And we got to keep moving until we get into the fourth dimension at the beam. I make myself clear? A good analogy? 
because the whole point of beaming up into something is to become something next. That's the whole point, to evolve into something higher. Exactly, much higher than what we were, you see. So they came into a higher state because they came in here and replaced us. And by coming in here and replacing us and coming together collectively, they were able to usurp us in our own country because we were individuals. And you cannot be individuals in a land that requires three-dimensional control. See, Earth requires three-dimensional control, but we had already slipped into becoming two-dimensional people, individuals. You follow? So now we have to ascend into a collective body as fourth-dimensional beings. We have to ascend up collectively. We have to see ourselves collectively as one people. That's why I constantly stay on that one mind, one body, one soul. We'll give you another example. Look at how the LGBT who are coming together as a as a, as a community, as a group, as a and they got a flag, they coming together, LGBT, they came together and what did they do? They're usurping the whole red, black, and green, black, black movement thing. They're usurping all that. They they basically taking all of that over as a collective. They moving black people out. Black people are nothing but individuals, and they're moving in as a collective body, and they're taking over all that black stuff and everything, and they're moving, you know, the image of black people out. You see how they're able to do that as a collective? Because they are becoming a new people on earth. They're becoming a renewed people in this three-dimensional realm. So we have to become that next people to move ahead of them. You see? And they make it sure they always show you them constantly uh, um, punking a black person because they're basically letting you know the so-called black race, y'all on your way out and they coming in. They're replacing you. So now that the open space, and now there's an open space in the fourth dimension, we must fill that space. Two-dimensional people. We cannot be beamed into the fourth dimension with two-dimensional people. We're not even. We 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 not even. Like I said, we came together in the third dimension because that's the highest place to come together within this three-dimensional realm. But we are ascending together as the fourth dimensional because we can't ascend into the fourth dimension. There is no beam up without the collective body. Because the image, it's like it would be like trying to take a picture. Now, if you don't have all the all the people in the frame and the picture to take the picture, certain people standing out the frame of the picture and they're not standing together, then the picture is what? It's incomplete. You see half of the people in there, half the people not in there. It's unclear. So that's what it is. It becomes incomplete. So all the people have to come into the picture for the picture to be complete. You see? And people have to have things thrown at them Certain things have to be thrown at them in order to prove that they belong within the picture, that they are worthy to be beamed up mentally. Because a lot of people are showing themselves not to be worthy of being beamed up mentally. They don't want to leave their old self behind. I'm going to say this again. We left the old, which was the two-dimension, the black race, to become the new, right, the bronze race in the third dimension, and to become the next ascension as the bright race in the fourth dimension. That's what we're headed to becoming. That is the ascension. That is the ascension. For these people that want to talk about the 200 falling, like I said, the 200 falling, like I said, there's no rising of the 200 falling. The 200 falling, their descendants are the two dimensions. Those are the black people. 
So whenever you hear these niggas talk about, oh, they the 200 fallen and they going to rise, ain't no rising 200 fallen. There's no rising of the 200 fallen. Their children are the black race. So it makes sense when certain people are saying they the 200 fallen, but not the 144,000. It makes sense that they say that. You're right, because the 200 fallen have fell, and they're not going to rise unless it's rising through the 144,000 as descendancy. You have one descendant group of the descendancy that fell as the 200 fallen. The 200 have fallen into the two-dimensional realm, and then those who were still carrying the mark of the third dimension and open to the fourth dimension, they would come a time like what we're seeing now, the separation within the so-called black race, those who are going to be two-dimensional and those who are meant to be fourth-dimensional bound. This is the separation right here. Why do you think the Mesoamerican community is coming? Why do you think we're separating from the black race? Why do you think there's a republic of mentalism? Because we represent that the descendants of the 200 fallen who still have access to the upper dimensions. The rest of them represent those who are closed off in the two-dimensional realm. And eventually they're going to be destroyed and added into the third dimension through the gray race. That is the fate of those who have not been beamed up, who will not be beamed up. That's the fate. They will be destroyed. Or they will be consumed and consolidated into the gray race. The fate of those who have not been raised, who are not going to be raised, who are not going to be salvaged for the fourth dimension. Because as I said, the two dimension is closing out. The two dimension is closing out. And the grays will inherit the third dimension. And we as the elect will inherit the fourth dimension. That's the reality of what's taking place here right now. I'm giving you a view of everything ahead of time so that you'll see as I'm explaining it, you'll know what happened and why we're doing what we're doing and why you see the degeneracy and the everything coming to an all-time low because they're trying to mesh everything together within this three-dimensional realm because they know this is their last go-around in order for them to go forward. This is their last go-around. So they're trying to mesh everything in, <coughs> all the things that are relatable to them, all the degeneracy, and that's fine. But it will only land them at the bottom of the third-dimensional realm. This time, where there's buffers between us and the third dimension, as we move into the fourth, it will be the mesos, the meso. They will be the buffer between us and the humans. All right? As time goes on, you'll be able to see exactly, as I'm explaining it to you, those of you who are really in alignment with me and you're paying attention, you already see it happening already. You already see it happen, so this is not coming as a shock to you. The people who came and left, they were never really able to receive the images. They were not able to receive They were going, uh-huh, 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 hey, Lama, but they were never really able to receive it. They weren't. Because if you were truly able to receive these images, you would have never pulled away from here because you would have knew it was no place else to go unless you're going to go down. Go down and into these people and unto these people. You would know there is no place to go. There's no place to turn around to. There's nothing to turn around to. And that's why I'm going to do that broadcast, the vibration of nothingness. That's what the three-dimensional realm and, of course, the two-dimensional realm been the vibration of nothingness. You see, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring that out tomorrow. I'm going to do the vibration of nothingness. I'm going to catch up all on my broadcast, but it's important that y'all hear that one because this will help you understand that as we are receiving that beam of illumination, 
being beamed up into the fourth dimension mentally where we're able to perceive these things that is being shared with us. And I'm telling you about telepathy, psychometry, clairvoyance, intuition, and levitation and all these things that are coming to us as we're moving in the future. When I tell you this, like I said, you have to know what is happening as a result of us ascending into that fourth dimensional state. What is happening? What is happening is those who are not ascending will start to descend into the lower dimensions. They will start to descend. And the descension, right, into the lower dimensions or the, like I said, the fade out. Because, again, for the most part, black people can't sink no lower than what they are. So now the only thing after this, you cannot evolve, at least go into the gray race. If you can't evolve into the gray race, they're going to just go and get rid of you, man. They're just going to go ahead and get rid of you. See, because that's really what the whole 500 million Georgia Guidestone is. They want the 500 million to be wiped out so that the grays can come into power. And then as the grays coming into not really power, but keeping their position on Earth, because they're, not, they're never going to see power again. Once we ascend into the fourth dimension, they will never see power again. You see? And they're trying to stop that right now. You see it. You got to get the mark or the beast. You got to get the jab. That's really meant to stop your ascension. Let me take a call. Benzak, you're on Benzetta. Um, Benzak, I have one more question. Um, when you talk about the wiping out the 500 million, do you mean they're going to wipe, to kill that amount, or that, that will there will be 500 million people or humans left on the planet? From what I'm, when I understand, they want to wipe out 500 million. Well, I, I think that's what it is, or get it down to 500 million, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, okay. I asked because... Because um, the Georgia Guidestone, the last time I read them, they, um, they said that they wanted 500 million humans left. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just, either, I knew they, either I knew they wanted to wipe them out 500 million or they wanted to have 500 million left. Oh, yeah, you, you're probably right about that. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to. I just wanted to make sure that I was clear. So I was like, ah, because I thought like it made more sense if they if there was five hundred million less because they're trying to kill build the people. So that's why I asked to get some clarity. Because because they already started that already. That's why uh, that jab already knocked off a lot of people already. They they had the extended jab that knocked off a lot of people and whatnot in a lot of these countries and things like that. And it's it's only the beginning. So yeah, they are. Gonna um, be just a little. Sh- they're gonna be a little shy of the 500, but they're gonna. They sure as hell gonna try. Mm, right. Cool. Yep. Right. Okay. And you see, this is necessary because, you know, um, in a way, it is necessary. I, in a way, I agree with it because you got a lot of useless people here that are taking up energy and power, and by the humans. Decreasing the number of, of of people on the planet, it frees up a lot of power that's going to go into the ascension, that's going to go into our movement into the fourth dimension, us beaming up. It will lessen the load on the planet because, see, a lot of these people on the planet, they're drawing energy. Like what I mean is they're drawing energy, they're drawing heat. Even the humans are drawing energy and heat. You know, they're drawing energy just by thinking, talking. Again, that's all energy that's being drawn. That's energy that can be freed up for our people to receive. 
when you got a lot less people here, you got more power that is going to be released to those who are able to receive it. And we, as those who are beaming up, we're going to be able to receive it. Because, like I said, when you have something that is, as the beast is trying to bring down the number, right, he's trying to bring down the number of people on the planet, you have to have something that is ascending while they while you got other something on the other side descending, right or wrong. You have to have something that's ascending. What is ascending? He ain't got nothing ascending. So where's the ascension coming from? If he's bringing the number down and he's tr- trying to bring something down, that means something's coming up. And that coming up is us. That coming up is us. That represents us in this day and time. We'll be right back.
an example being set and the beaming up of our people, we should always understand that evolution is always in the air. Evolution, growth is in the air. What do I mean by that? I mean that the evolution of who you are meant to be is always up in the air, above you, beyond you, and ahead of you. And it is your duty to move toward that, being toward that. Because as this projection, this transmission is being given to you as a bridge to bring you towards your future self, your higher self, that is the goal and the job in this life to being toward the higher self. This message was meant to be a bridge to bridge the gap, the mental gap between the fourth dimensional us and the two-dimensional us that used to exist. The two-dimensional self should have been undied a long time ago. The two-dimensional us should have died a long time ago. And why I say that is because we moved from the past and we move moving through the present into the future. We are aligning ourselves every day with the future. And that is through this transmission. The transmission was the bridge. It is the bridge. It is the constant and continuous bridge called intellect. And it is why, it's, like I said, when I received it, the name intellect, it was simply meant to be for those who are mentally elect to cross this bridge into the fourth dimension. I make, I make it, you know, likened to it as a bridge because it is literally like that, a mental bridge, right? a mental bridge that can be only crossed by a chosen few, those who are able to be beamed up and into the fourth dimension to see that which is right in front of us, which is the future you. You are going to see these messages with future eyes, and the people who did not stay on the path, that means they didn't have future vision. They didn't have future eyes. There was no future them to constantly see this unveiling of this message. This is where you come to meet your future self. This is where you come to meet your future self. If you are not here to meet your future self, if you're not here to walk collectively into who you are as your future self, then there is nothing. There is nothing. The future you is the ultimate you. And if you can only be beamed into that state of who you are, this is not something you're going to walk into as the days go by. Because you got people walking side by side with you who have no future self. They're just walking in the present. They're not walking in the future. Everybody's not walking into the future. You got certain people who are just going to walk in the present. And those same people that are meant to just walk in the present are the same people that walked in the past. They are the old and the new and the new and the old. They are not the next. The next is continuous, and through the beam of illumination, through the beam of projection, we are seeing ourselves in future tense. We are thinking things in future tense. It blows me away because I swear I look at my life now, and I, 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 man, I look at my life now, and my life how it used to be resembles nothing of what I am now. I can't, like, I literally, how many of y'all look back at your old lives and say, 
that must have been a different person. That must that wasn't me. You can't even you can't even put yourself together in that space. Right? 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 Okay. We look and you know what I'm saying? We look and we say to ourselves, we you know, that's not even the same person. That's not even the same person. I look at back back at my life, I'm like, wow. I don't even recognize it's hard it's you know, I'm getting used to the person I've become, but it was hard to recognize that person, like you said, the total stranger. You see? You look yourself in the mirror, you live you see the shift and the change. The people that you're around, the energy that was brought in as you came into this community, as you came into this Famazi and this family, you see how the energy is shifting and changed. You're not even the same people. You see? So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. All right? We don't we look back at the people we are, we look at the people we used to associate with, and it don't even seem like that was really us. You know why? Because it wasn't really you. The old you really wasn't you. The two dimensional you was not you. It wasn't. So you see a big shift from the two dimension right now into the third dimension. You see? You see that shift and I'm like, you look back at the two dimensional, you like, damn. I really came from that. I really knew those people. I really dealt with them people. You you see that. And so imagine how it's going to be as you're going into the fourth dimension. Imagine that as you're being aligned to the fourth dimension. Imagine how that's going to be. Imagine how that's going to be. So it's supposed to be that way. When you look back at the people you dealt with, you're like, damn, I, that used to be me. I used to believe that. I used to deal with these people. I really used to follow these people. I used to really believe in that. I used to really accept that. You know, and you you sit back and you're like, wow, really? And it's meant for you to see it that way. It is meant for you to see it that way and be that way, right? Because that was part of the beam. You were beamed up into a whole nother state of reality, a whole next state of reality of who you really are. You know, you know how many people come here and they never find out who they were really meant to be? They're just here being a character. Because I told you, everybody in the two-dimensional realm who has not been beamed up, you, they, they, you know, beamed up is really you being beamed into who you really are. You see, because the people down here in the two-dimensional realm, and even in the th- third dimension, the humans and all that, they're not really, they, they, they're, not, they're, they're incomplete beings, man. They're nothing but characters. What did I tell you? You don't become a person, a personification of something until you hit that fourth dimension. When you come into alignment with the fourth dimension, we are becoming persons. We are becoming the personification for something greater, which is us. We came here to find the greater us. That's what mental act is. It was the bridge to the greater us, to beam us up into us, to beam us up into us, who we were meant to be as the almond race. And as we are beamed up into us, then you will see everything around us start to shift. But it will not shift. It will not shift into what we want it to be until we are what we're supposed to be. You see, everything, when I talk about what you see the beast is doing amongst the humans, 
That's supposed to happen because really the, the, the beast is really readying the world, whether they know it or not. They're really readying, readying the world, excuse me, readying the world. They're really getting the world ready, you can say it like that. They're really getting the world ready for the fourth dimension. Getting rid, bringing down 500 million. That's 500 million graves at our service. All right? 500 million graves at our service. All right? They're getting the world ready for the elected next to come because they ain't going to be here. The beast ain't going to be here. In the book of Revelation, the beast fell, man. And if you don't think the beast going to fall, then you represent those who going to fall with the beast. Because you damn sure know if y'all don't if y'all don't know by now, I ain't saying believe the hell with belief. If you don't know by now, we in Revelation right now in the mark and, and it's real. If y'all don't know that by now, then that means you fell with the beast and the beast you trust. You might as well go and get jabbed up. You might as well go get, take the mark. Now is not the time to be. Oh, you know, oh, this, the covenant is real, man. Just as the revelation is real. It was very direct. That's why it stayed around this long. It stayed around, and Amon's name stayed around so that the elect could claim Amon's name. So that the elect could claim Amon's name. And we as the elect, the 144,000 that's being gathered in these last and next days and time, are claiming the name as a race. Ain't nobody else claiming this name. Nobody. Nobody else claiming this name as a race. That means that as we are claiming as a race, we're being beamed up into that headspace to receive that and accept it. We ain't bucking up against it. Them people that bucked up against them, niggas that bucked up against that came in here, they was meant to buck up against it because they ain't got no space in the fourth dimension. They got no future with us. They got no future as the elect. So they was meant to buck up against it. They was meant to come in here and, and, and cause chaos and confusion. They was meant to do that. And we'll have more people do that over time, but it's going to start to decrease over time because as the power is starting to generate more and more in here, like I said, it's going to become like a force field. It's literally going to the elect being gathered is going to literally become like a force field. And the people who don't fit into the force field are going to be forced out. They're going to take themselves out. They're going to, they're going to, it could be somebody that's going to be like, damn, well, I, 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 I got to go. I, I just can't stay. They're going to find an excuse to leave. Because the heat is getting turned up, the transmission is getting turned up, the beam is in effect. The beam is in effect. And certain people have been weighed down to the two dimension. They're weighed down to the two dimension. They don't know how to raise off of the ground, meaning raise from the two dimensional, raise from amongst these Negroes and these humans, man. Raise away from them. Raise yourself up and away from them. They don't know how to do that. They don't want to be earthbound, two dimensional bound. You see, they want to think with the mind of possessions and act like they're the power. They still want to think with the minds of possessions and act like they're the power. You see, because all these people in the two-dimensional world are the possessions. They will always remain as the possessions, those who are owned by the beast. That's why he's marking his own. When you see these niggas getting their marks and they getting their jabs, that's just the beast marking his property. That's just the beast marking his property. I'm so sorry to say that. Because if you carry the mark of the beast, you carry his name in your forehead, then that means in him you trust. And in Amin you don't. That's fine. But you already done bet on the wrong thing already. Betting on him means you bet on the wrong horse in this race. You see, I promise you that. Amin will ascend and prevail. 
through this raising of the elect. You, your children, your grandchildren, and then so on and so forth are the ascension. You are the ascension. You are the next. You are the one. You are the onlys. There is no other race other than the Amun race. The humans are beneath us. The Amun are being raised into our own space, in our own time, and a very public shifting of planetary affairs. So I'll make myself clear. Okay? So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Are the elect being beamed up mentally? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Mentally, we are being ascending. We're being ascended. We are ascending mentally into the fourth dimension. We're already in the third dimension already because we're standing together as a people. You see, to get us to just come to that point where, you know, we come from black people, I ain't joining no organization. That's a cult. I ain't joining you know, the stupid nigga talk. I ain't joining that organization. That, that's a cult right there. That, see, you own, I'm my own God. I'm my own individual. Just coming from that mentality shows that we have evolved. We have evolved into a whole nother race. We have ascended the black race. See, because the black race don't get it, and they never will. Us coming together is the mental ascension. There's no individual ascension. There's only a collective ascension, and us coming together would represent that as one mind, one body, one soul, after the order of Amun, as the Amun race. What are they being deemed to? The fourth dimension first. The fourth dimension first. Later, or should I say after, the eighth, twelfth, and so on. A whole extended space of time. Right. Are people getting high to to uh, um to uh, feel it, to feel the up, that upliftment? When I say are people getting high to feel that upliftment, people getting high, whether it be on drugs, cocaine, heroin, whatever, they're trying to feel some form of upliftment in some way. They're trying to lose themselves. Now, marijuana doesn't get you high; it opens your mind more than anything. Right, it makes you steady to open your mind, and that's a high, and that's a high. It feels like a high within itself, but it actually opens up your mind. Right, it kind of makes you see things as it is because it makes you sit still. I'm gonna explain that for a reason. It makes you sit still and actually focus. Why will the elect be beamed up? Because up is where we belong. Out is where we belong. In the fourth dimension is where we belong. That is the control seat, the real control seat. Of power. As we pledge to keep the law and the order on earth, we establish law and order on earth through us. What happens after the, that rising? Next chapter. Next power. The only power that will be seen on earth. No more praying to God in the sky. No more looking down under the earth for the devil. Because you'll have both combined in us as Amen. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amen, by the power of Amen, and Amen we trust, and Amen we thank, and in Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual Nibim Minkari. This has been Mental Act Radio. See y'all tomorrow at 10. And on Saturday, Mesoamerican Radio at 7. Good night.
Can't say 